What's up, everyone? Welcome back to episode 11 of the Side Dish Podcast, where we dish it out with Boston's brightest culinary minds. It's your host, Brittany, from Boston Food Journal, here with my co-host, my sister, Caitlin. Hello, everyone. Everyone. <laughs> Every time. Uh, I just, it's funny. Um, but anyway, we've got a fun episode for you today. We kind of teased this last week, but we were taking a luxurious vacation in Mexico with the Travel Center and Social Mavens last week. So we want to tell you a little bit about that. Kate's going to do her wine tip of the week. And then we have a guest that I'm super excited about. If you're on Instagram, you probably know her, but we are going to be chatting with Manisha Mizra, the founder of Boards by Mo, which is a charcuterie board prep company. She started her business in COVID. What started as a simple uh, free delivery service ended up into a massive business, um, you know, with over 500 plus customers, probably more than that. Um, But we're going to talk about how she kind of turned that fun passion project into a full blown business. So stay tuned for that. And um, yeah, that's that's what we got for you today. So Kate, let's tell them a little bit about Mexico. Yes, you might notice our volume sounds 25 times better <laughs> today. Big shout out to our producer, Isha, for making us sound good. Yes, Isha episode. saves, Isha we saves life. from Mexico and had limited Wi-Fi capabilities. But yeah, Brittany, um, I was the lucky plus one on this trip. Plus one. Yeah, to Mexico. This romantic trip with my sister. (laughs) Yeah, we so basically um, I partnered with Social Mavens, which is a marketing agency here in Boston and the Travel Center, which is a travel agency based in Hanover, Mass. And what we did is we went to the Gran Velas Resort in Los Cabos, Mexico for three days. um, And the Travel Center planned our whole itinerary along with Social Mavens. So they helped with our flights. They helped coordinate with the resort and helped um, schedule all of our activities that we took at the class, at the resort, sorry. So basically it was like the best trip of my life. Um, It was gorgeous. I mean, this is like five-star resort. Food was incredible. Drinks were incredible. Service was so good. Five-star service and not like fake five-star. Like people were genuinely so happy and loved, you know, meeting people. And it was just, it was just such a happy place. Um, We actually... I'm working on a blog post now. So in the next couple of days, I'll post like a full blog post of everything that we did and ate and pictures and everything. But one thing I do want to call out, if you listen to this, you're going to get a firsthand um, plug here. I am doing a promo with the Travel Center. Basically, if you book a trip through the Travel Center between now and July 12th, which is only a few more days, you get some upgrades at the Grand Velas Resort. What you get is a, a sweet double upgrade and a complimentary hydrotherapy water journey ceremony per person per stay. This is actually something Caitlin and I wanted to do. It seems so cool, but this is a pretty good, um, pretty good promo here. And like I said, traveling to Mexico was super easy, super safe, super luxurious and relaxing. And I feel like now's the time to get out there, like just do it, enjoy life, get some sun, have a margarita by a pool, you will not regret it. But that's my promo. If you're interested, go to the Travel Center's website. I will link this in my blog post, but make sure you book because again, this is a great offer. And if you want, you know, a lap of luxury, this is it. So book your trips. Yeah, you all deserve it after a long year and a half of yeah doing nothing. <laughs> um, all you need is uh, yeah your passport and your vaccine card and you're good to go. 
<laughs> yep. And we were kind of nervous, truthfully, about traveling to Mexico just because of their COVID rules. You have to have a negative COVID test when you leave Mexico coming back into the US. Now, we were nervous about this, but actually the Gran Velas made this so simple. They mm -hmm. have COVID rapid COVID testing on site, and this was baked into our itinerary. So 72 hours before we departed, we had a um, COVID test already scheduled for us. We went in, we got our results in 15 minutes, and then upon checkout, they printed a sheet for us that we provided to um, the airport when we arrived. So it was really, really seamless and easy. And actually, the resort said they have not had any vaccinated American uh, test positive you know, since all this started. So that was reassuring. But again, that we were afraid of it, but honestly, it's it's nothing to fear. It's, you know, unlikely if you're vaccinated, you know, so they say. Yeah, it worked out. It worked out fine. So it worked out fine. So Kate, what are we drinking today? I'm pretty sure you're going to talk about a wine that we had when we were in Mexico. We had a bunch of fun um, classes that we took. We did a cocktail class where we did like smoking techniques and drank mezcal and tequila. And we also did a wine tasting and the wines are really delicious. And Kate, if I'm right, you're going to feature one of those today. Yes. And just to clarify, by smoking techniques, Brittany means <laughs> that different <laughs> yeah. sense of things were lit with like a torch and then Correct. used to flavor the glasses. Uh, we were not learning how to smoke. No, anything. definitely so, not. <laughs> so to clarify. But no, that was amazing. Um, the just real quick before we jump into the wine, because I feel like you talked about your promo, but not much about the resort, but the resort itself is absolutely stunning. And it's like stunning. three layers of infinity pools that you yep. can just like lay out on and it overlooks the ocean and the, the ocean in Cabo is like a little rougher than mm -hmm. maybe in like Cancun or some other spots in Mexico. So it was tough to swim in the ocean, but you can like look at it and it's beautiful and enjoy yep. And apparently there's whales. But yeah. we didn't see any whales, but apparently it wasn't the right season. season. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yes, I am going to feature a wine from our wine tasting that we did there because, hey, did you know there's Mexican wines? I had no idea. Not, no, not really, actually. So, yeah. So this one I'm going to feature and I'm probably going to mix up my Spanish accent with my Italian accent, but uh, Lechetto Don Luis. Selección Reservado Merlot. Um, and again, we'll, we'll put this on our podcast, but it, on our Instagram page. But yeah, the Don Luis uh, Cheto Selección Merlot. Uh, and it is from the Baja California region of Mexico, which is the primary wine producing region there. And uh, it was it was really, really good. And it's also you can get it here. You, you might struggle a bit to find it here. It's probably a little harder to find. So I would look online, Vivino or wine.com or other kind of wine producing areas. That's probably going to be your best bet. You might not see it in your local wine shop um, as it's a little bit harder to come by, but it's at least what I saw online, it's around like 11 bucks, like, or maybe a little bit more than that because this is the reserve version. Uh, but still, you know, very reasonable price point. Yeah. Uh, on the tasting notes side, you'll get a lot of red fruits. So like cherry, raspberry, and strawberry, um, some oak flavors, vanilla and chocolate. Um, it is on the bolder side, but it's still very smooth. So it's not super sharp and difficult to drink. Uh, we had it with cheese. Uh, who doesn't love cheese? Um, as always, 
cheese and meats. Uh, but I do think it would go well with like a lamb or a pork dish, um, like a lighter kind of meat, if you will, um, if there's such thing as a lighter meat. But you know what I mean? Kind of like a lighter meat preparation. Like a um, lamb? Yeah, lamb or pork or even like, even poultry, it probably would be good with as well. So, hmm. so yeah, that's my my plug today, the Don Louis. Um, if you can find it, give it a try. It'll certainly expand your horizons. I mean, I knew nothing about the Baja California region of Mexico or the fact that they were, you know, a pretty big producer of wine. So I learned something during the wine tasting that I'm now yeah. bringing to you. <laughs> Love it. That was pretty, that was a fun tasting. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. I love that we can have variety in our wine tips. Yeah. Well, thanks, Kate. So now we'll jump into our interview with Mo from Boards by Mo. You probably all have seen her Instagram. She's just going crazy on the gram and with orders, but she basically does um, charcuterie delivery. So we'll let you explain that, Mo, but thank you so much for joining us on our podcast. We are so excited. We've been wanting to chat with you for the longest time. So thank you. Hi, ladies. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and I'm so excited about this podcast. So thank you again for having me. Um, my name is Mo. I am the founder of Boards by Mo here in Boston. I started this. I can't believe it's been a little over a year, but a little over a year now. It was May of 2020 is when I started. And we basically do board-to-door delivery for charcuterie boards. We do virtual classes for corporate teams, and I teach a business class. And then now, more, most recently, things are opening up. We're just going full catering for weddings and conferences and events. And oh, wow. people are finally starting to get to hang out again. So they're excited to eat their cheese and meat while they do it. So it's been an interesting ride for the last year watching this all progress through a pandemic. I know. It's crazy that you started it like in the middle of everything. And I, I love how you're scaling right now, now that people are going out again. Are you doing, when you do the catering, is it those long charcuterie boards you do that are like, what, five feet long, the, the long continuous tables? Is that what you're doing for a lot of like events right now? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And I think most commonly people call them grazing tables, which I hate because it makes me think I'm on like a farm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> true, true. I'm like, all right, we're just going to call this like a charcuterie table instead. Yep. But that's exactly what it is. They're like five or six feet long, depending on how many people. They're usually tiered and they're really pretty, um, but they take a lot of prep and a lot of yeah, work. So right. we're kind of, you know, we went from doing however many, 20, 30, 40 individual boards a day down to just one giant event. Right. And that's all we can really do from a bandwidth perspective because it just takes so long to set up, but they're so gorgeous at the end of the day. Yeah, they they really look so pretty. And I can imagine that's a ton of work. Just to back <laughs> it up a little bit. So you started your business during the pandemic. How did that happen? Were you a connoisseur of charcuterie and just decided this would be a great idea? Like, Tell us about that thought process and how you got from that to where you are now. Yeah. So I feel like the pandemic was bad for so many reasons, but it also opened up a lot of creative outlets for people that maybe they didn't realize they had, or they didn't have the time to dedicate to um, prior. So I've always loved hosting. I've always had friends, you know, come over and I love, you know, setting everything up really pretty. And that's always been fun for me, but never like a connoisseur of charcuterie. That was never like a huge, huge thing. Um, but essentially what happened was I have a nine to five, which I still, I still work there, but, um, my full-time job basically put the stay at home order in place. So all of a sudden I had a ton of extra time on my hands and I wanted to do something to 
one, mentally save myself from just this shift in lifestyle that we were having. Like all the things that I love to do, work out with friends, go out to eat, you know, date nights with my husband, Mm -hmm. book clubs. I couldn't do any of that anymore. So I was wanting to find something to substitute for that. And then also there were so many people in like the medical community that were working crazy hours. So what I did was I started this for free initially. So I would take little charcuterie, like platters or home cooked meals um, for free and drop them off at hospitals. So like 30, 40, 50 little boxes. And then Mm -hmm. whoever was working, you know, it was for them. And that's all it was ever supposed to be because I thought I would be going back into the office in two weeks, which was a lie. Yeah, two weeks. The two weeks thing (laughs) is a joke. I know. It's so funny to think about that now. I know. I feel like everyone thought that. We're like, yeah, it's just a couple couple of days. Passing through. Yeah. (laughs) We were so confident. We were like, oh, cool. I get like a little two-week break from going to the office and I'll be back to normal. Mm So um, that's all it was ever supposed to be. But obviously it kept getting pushed out and kept getting pushed out. And what ended up happening was some of those people that I had taken the free products to ended up reaching out and saying, we are sick of cooking. We can't go out to eat. We can't do anything. Would you ever consider selling one of these? Mm-hmm. Um, oh. And it was actually really funny because I think the first one who reached out was a husband who was like, my wife is about to kill me. <laughs> I, I, need I need to, to do, buy a board, something like, romantic. I need to do something <laughs> because we're both going crazy in this house together. Um, so it was kind of funny, but I didn't do it. I didn't take that order. I, I just kind of sat on it for a second. I was like, this is interesting. And then in May, so about a month and a half after I did the free um, situation, one of my friends reached out and wanted a board for Mother's Day. She insisted on paying me for it. And that kind of spurred this whole thing. Um, so I started my Instagram page shortly after. Brittany, you were actually one of the first people that I reached out to. I remember that. I, yeah. Yeah. I Well, you have such an incredible presence on Instagram. and I've been following you for so long on my personal page. So I was like, okay. Let's see if people actually care about this. Let's see if they're actually going to want to buy it. So I did a little promo. I took you aboard just to see like feedback, how everyone liked it. And it just kind of turned into this. People were excited about it during the pandemic because it was something a little bit different. Um, Not to say charcuterie didn't exist before this. I didn't do anything revolutionary, but it is something that maybe wasn't offered as at home, it was like a restaurant yeah. thing or something, not something you could have like with wine, with your, you know, significant other, or just chilling, watching TV during the pandemic. Like we all did many hours of TV. Yeah. <laughs> just that's exactly grazing what up it to was. Me. Yeah. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So and I guess that's amazing. Um, and I just, I can't believe I wasn't following you before, but I definitely am now. Um, amazing. And I guess, tell us a little bit about your experience at, with this as a side gig. I mean, it's kind of a major side gig. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a lot of props, uh, props yeah, to you. Like I mean, I, business and a nine to five job. I like, personally whoa. know that hustle. And with my work, it's not as like hands-on as yours. So I can't even imagine like, I, and I, you talk about this a little bit, the, the late nights that you pull and like, tell us about that. Like, how, how is that? And do you have the future balance. plans of like, you know, like what are your future goals with the business? Yeah. So this would be a lot easier if I didn't like my nine to five. So mm-hmm. I'll say that yeah. I mm-hmm. love my nine to five. I work for HubSpot in Cambridge. Oh, I've cool. been there for, th- yeah. yeah, I've been there for three and a half years. Such a great 
such a great company to work for. And I absolutely love it there. And I, sometimes I'm like, man, I wish I kind of hated my job because <laughs> I feel like it yeah. would be easy to break away and right. do this whole time, but I'm not there. And I, um, I truly do love what I do nine to five. So what's ended up happening is when I started, it was truly just a side hustle, a few orders every weekend. It was good enough for me at the time. And then we started getting busier, busier, and busier. And then in about, I think it was August, I think companies started reaching out and saying, our employees are moving away. They're moving out of Boston because we're obviously letting them work remote, but we still need to do something for like team and like events yeah, virtual, or whatever it might be. Right. Yeah. So they started asking, would you be willing to do a charcuterie board class for our team? And, um, you know, it'll be like 10 or 12 people. You can send a grocery list. And at the time I was like, I don't have any more hours in the day. Like I, Mm -hmm. I don't know where and when I could fit that in. Mm -hmm. So I started looking for someone who can help me and had no luck for a little bit. And then, um, I'm in the Boston business women's group, Mm -hmm. which is an incredible group. There's so many, so many talented people in there, but, um, one of the girls in there, Hannah, she's a corporate chef by background. She reached out and said, Hey, I saw that you've been posting in there. I love what you're doing. If you ever need any help, let me know. So I brought her on in August or September, maybe, which eased so much of the burden, um, Mm -hmm. off of me. So I could start doing the virtual classes, but I don't teach them. She does all of that. She takes a lot of the admin stuff off my plate too, which is really nice. And now there's Mm -hmm. two of us, which really, really helps. But that's not to say that it's just like an easy peasy thing. I'm still doing my nine to five and then boards by Mo is usually from like five to whenever. And I've been trying really hard in the last few months to focus on not glamorizing that lifestyle because it's not healthy. Yeah, right. And I never want people to be like, oh my gosh, the only way I can be successful is if I work 9 million hours a week, which is like, that's not true. And it's not yeah. good for you. It's so. definitely not true. Yeah. Breaks yeah. are so I important. loved your post today, Mo, about about like the 31 <laughs> versus the 13. That was so funny. Yeah, it's she's so got accurate. the wittiest, wittiest uh, captions and that was so hysterical posts. Up, I was like, you know what? I'm on vacation this week. I'm not going to post. I'm going to schedule all my posts out so I don't have to worry about it. Yep. And also, I don't want to spend this week creating content, which, right. Brittany, you know this too. Like, it it's is exhausting. Just, oh my God. Like, <laughs> the editing, like the pictures, yes. the editing, and then, you know, the captions, like all of that stuff is just so much. I was like, I'm actually going to take this weekend off Good. or this whole week off. And so for the last two weeks, I've been prepping with other stuff, but I've just been repurposing content. Yeah. I mean, which is fine. You got to do that. You got to do yeah. that. There's no way to do it. Yeah. And it's so cool that you hired Hannah. I actually know I spoke to her briefly um, when she was kind of first going on her own. And then I know her sister. So it's kind of funny. Yeah. So Boston's very small, but Uh, I've never met her in person, but she seems lovely. And I'm so glad that it works for you and you guys can, you know, you have a good little working relationship. That's great. It's been amazing. She, when she was, so she started off um, on her own doing her own side business because she's a pastry chef by background. So she had a Mm -hmm. lot of experience in sweets and desserts and all of that. And when I reached out to her, she was like, I actually teach virtual classes. That's part of what I do for my side business. And I was like, this is perfect. perfect. Like if you can take this off my plate so we can start growing that side of the business without me physically having to do it, that would be the most ideal situation, which is exactly what she's done. And we've done now classes for Twitter, for wow. Grubhub, wow. for Amazon, oh, that's awesome. like she's been so crushing cool. it. And 
I don't even know what she does half the time. I look at her calendar and I'm like, wow, like she, <laughs> she's doing she's a lot. Like, I'm like, she's, <laughs> she got a full week this week, but she's been doing really well. I'm very grateful to have her. On the That's amazing. I love that. Now we already kind of talked about this a little, but just to reiterate for our listeners, sounds like you've scaled a lot since you started Boards by Mo by doing these virtual classes, catering, um, anything else that you've done to scale the business from, you know, your start to now? I mean, that's a lot right there, but no, yeah. I think one of the biggest things was, you know, this trend of charcuterie styling really started taking off, I think over the summer. Yeah. And I, I want to say maybe like September, October, I started noticing so many new Instagram accounts popping up and there's only Same. so many ways to like reword a charcuterie board Instagram account. So it was very easy to tell who they were. Yep. Um, but what ended up happening was the people who kind of started it early, which I, I bucket myself in that group with a few, like a, a lot mm-hmm, of other accounts, definitely. but the ones who started a little earlier started getting all of these DMs from the newer folks that were starting out, just asking like, how do I transport? How do I wrap this? How do, where do I buy things from? What are the supplies? And I kind of decided, I was like, okay, there's clearly a market for people needing to learn how to do this, not just mm. do it. So I started a business class on how to start your own board business. Amazing. Um, I did not, I did not know where this was going to go. I taught one class with like nine people or 12 people and everyone was like really happy about it. And I was like, okay, cool. Like that was, that was great. But now, um, fast forward, we started those in October. Our 400th person just joined yesterday. Wow. Insane. Like so many businesses are popping up and it is wild to me because it's not just in the U S it's all over the world. And these, some of these girls are, and guys are so talented. It is insane. Like I'm like seeing some of the new ones pop up and I'm like, my first boards did not look like that. (laughs) Yeah. That's so cool. That is so innovative of you. And like your your ability to like flow with what's happening in the world and the changes in culture is like so fantastic. You know what I mean? Like you've, you've consistently like grown with what's happening around you and been the first to do it. And that's, I feel like why you've seen such success because you're so innovative and like quick like that, which is awesome. Thank you. And I know that it's hard to do, like, (laughs) like on the end of things, a lot of times I'm like, well, look, I'll be, I'll be real here. Selfishly, I had to start those classes because I was getting so frustrated at all of the questions and I'll explain that a little bit of a nicer way. (laughs) I can understand because I have people write me and say, I want to quit my job tomorrow and be an Instagrammer. And I'm just like, <sighs> that's it's not one sentence response yeah. that will help no. you right and so when we I was starting to get these questions I was getting a little frustrated because I was like okay I just figured this out on my own I didn't really yes. have anyone to ask yeah. I just yes. figured this out on my own exactly. made a ton of mistakes spent so much money on supplies that are still sitting in storage because they weren't the right supplies uh-huh. I've messed up so many orders and I've made a lot of people upset in the process, like of maybe not being packaged correctly or whatever it was. And if, and if I had to figure it out that way, yes, and then people, I can't just give you all the answers. I want to do it so easily. That's I like you and I, I feel like it's different, but it's the same because it's like, cause I don't have a product, but it's like people want to f- the, the easy way to find the success that we, you know, spent hours figuring out I've made my mistakes too. I've, piss people off. You know, I've like, yeah, it's like, you got to learn by doing it and paving your own path. You can't just take the answers from other people. So totally. totally And I get your frustrations. Part of like the business class is I'll give you 
information to help you. But at the end of the day, like you're going you to have to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. You're going to have to figure it out. You're going to have to come up with your own method and your own strategy in the city right. that you live in and all of that. And, you know, I just think that one thing that this industry or this like new trend has really done is empower a lot of women to start this business, which yeah. is incredible. Mm -hmm. Like the thought of so many women who've had to step out of their comfort zone to say, all right, I'm actually going to start something on my own. I think it's the coolest thing ever, which is why I love teaching the class. But I also kind of make it very clear at the beginning, people can hand you every little thing, but you still have to do something with the information. Amen. It's been fun to watch. Yeah, that's fun to watch. That's (laughs) awesome. I love it. Yeah. What are now this is a switching gears slightly, but what are your favorite types of boards to make and like favorite products to work with? Just out of my own curiosity. Mm. So with the boards, like I feel like there's only so many ways to fold and style cheese and meat. So I definitely (laughs) think that like I think for me it's it's when it's less about the type of board I'm creating and more about why I'm creating it. So Mm. we get so many people who reach out with like, Oh, like my wedding got postponed and now we're doing this. And you know, it's like the more sentimental Mm -hmm. reasons or I, you know, I had this one woman reach out to me who was like, I'm a doctor. Um, and one of my patients has been with me for four years. She finally got out. She's at home now, Aww. like all this stuff. And she's like, I just want to send her something. Those are the things just that got chills. Like, I know yeah. me too. And I was <laughs> in this situation. Um, but it's one of those things that it's like, the boards are great. They're beautiful. They're fun. They're creative. It's a great outlet for me, but it's more like reading them because I handwrite all the notes. Cause I just love to do that. And reading some of the notes, I'm like, mm, this is like, the ah, thing ever. Yeah. yeah. I know. And then the memories. Gets, yeah. And then sometimes it gets really sad too. Like people are like, so sorry for your loss, like all this stuff. And I'm like, you know what? The fact that I have a product that people are gifting for good, for bad, for whatever the reason, I think that's mm-hmm. probably my favorite part of this whole business. Um, in terms of the actual cheese, I cannot tell you the last time my husband and I even looked at a charcuterie board for ourselves. Like I can't even, not look even at boards, it. Not even boards by boy. Okay. So <laughs> I had to bring it up. I had yeah, to. Yeah, I know. I know. So my husband started like a parody account basically making fun of me. Oh, a that of is so ago. cute. Boards by boy. Really and it's like lunchable status charcuterie. <laughs> no, Wait, I need to follow this right yeah. now. So lunchable is like on. putting it nicely. Yeah. Yeah. Boards by boy. Okay. Following so this. it's so funny because he started it as a joke and now it's really just something fun that we do together. But um, we like don't, we don't really like we'll try everything, especially new stuff. Like we'll Mm -hmm. always try it, make sure that, you know, quality is good. But, you know, before all of this happened, we used to make like little boards for ourselves for date night. No, never again. I don't ever want to look at cheese (laughs) for us too. And I I also don't order it when we go out anymore. And you're sick of it. I just, you know, when uh, we, I spend so much of my time, like, yeah, I get it. Looking at cheese. Yeah. I know. So, um, but he has created a really funny presence for himself. Yeah, he has. Computer. I love the banter between the two. It's so good. That's so funny. I'm it's, looking at it right now. It's, it's I'm funny. sorry so, uh, that you little, are. Little the, shot. Hot, the hot dog and ketchup <laughs> and not, mustard. To our listeners, if you're not following Boards by Boy, <laughs> oh, get on that. That's really <laughs> oh funny. Um, he now, has the meat stool. Don't forget, Caitlin, you need to go but, scroll until you find the meat stool. That's I think where he's... I don't think that's where his, his peak. He got like the end of a like a slice of salami and he put toothpicks and made it look like a stool. And while <laughs> I was so gone, I was like out running an errand and I come home 
and he has made a photo shoot for the meat stool in like seven different parts of our house. <laughs> That's amazing. I That's like, hilarious. What is going on? So just keep scrolling till you find that one. That's where it gets really good. That is so funny. That's I, I gotta go find that. I don't don't remember seeing that. Now we had a question here. You know, what are tips for listeners who want to make boards? But I feel like we should kind of um, change that to how do we access your tutorials? Because it sounds like all that information is online in your learning, whatever, it, you know, your learning center. How would our listeners find that? Yeah. So I will say this, I'll, I'll answer your first question first, just a little bit, but the best part about these things is you can do whatever you want with it. Like right. it, you can be creative, you can get all your favorite things and you can arrange it in a way that looks amazing. And it's, that part is not hard. Mm-hmm. Um, the part that gets a little difficult is the time that it takes to make everything and like yeah. the shopping and the leftovers and all of that. So that's usually why people are like, okay, this was fun once. I'm probably never going to do this again. Yeah. Um, so that's the first part. But the second is, you know, we do offer a lot of tutorials. Like we have a video on YouTube. We have virtual classes every month that Hannah teaches to just anybody. We're starting to partner with apartment complexes in Boston oh, nice. to do... Oh, nice. Yeah, like we'll do up in their little um, like common area or whatever, and we'll set up everything for all the residents, and they'll come that's and they'll nice. you know build the cool. board. So that's been fun. We're gonna start doing pop ups in Fenway, right by Trillium. Oh, I love that area. Yeah, and the little greenery. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah, that's so awesome. That, so we're gonna start doing classes out there, but not until it cools down. Um, mm-hmm. So in the meantime, we're just gonna be selling little like individual size you know, boxes people can grab if they're going to the brewery or whatever it is, but we're going to, the classes are still going to be a huge part of what we do, but they're going to switch to live classes and we're going to just pop around Boston and we're going to do them at breweries, at wineries, at apartment complexes, um, wherever is basically going to allow us to, you know, use that space for the classes. But I think it would be such a fun, like girls night or team outing or date night or whatever it is. Like we do cooking. I mean, we're doing a cooking class tonight. So I know people enjoy stuff like that. So that's kind of where we're going to take the, how to build your own tips and tricks is we're just going to go around Boston and and teach people that are in the area. That's awesome. Yeah. That'd be a fun, like girls night out or, you know, a gift for mother's day or something like that. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're hoping. Love it. What are some of your favorite spots? Doesn't have to be for charcuterie as I I know you said you don't order it, but just in general (laughs) for like going out to dinner um, or drinks. We always take polls with our interviewees. No, I love that. So I moved to Boston three and a half years ago. I'm originally from Texas. And so I found a couple of spots that I'm a creature of habit. When I find Mm -hmm. something that I like, I'm like, I love trying new spaces. I really do, but I, where my, I have my go-to. So the first one for pizza is Pico. Oh my God. That that's is, our family favorite. Oh yeah. We talked about oh, that's, that's why we did that Pico giveaway. I yes, forgot. Yeah. I, it is my absolute oh, so favorite. Good. No one knows about it. I feel like, like, I feel like yeah. not many people say like. <laughs> Based Pico. on this podcast, Brittany, people know about it. Cause you say how much you love it. Like I know. all the time. <laughs> She's like, I have Pico, Pico, I Pico. Yeah, I do too. It's I, great. I love it too, but it's yeah. so good. And then when, one of the first places that my husband and I went to when we moved here was Barcelona and their paella mm-hmm. was like, I didn't want to yeah. leave. He had to like roll me out of there. 
Yeah, I, I love Barcelona. Yeah. And then my last favorite is Sarma in Summer of yes. the Other Mediterranean. Amazing. Yes. Good. It's amazing. So good. amazing. Little bit impossible to get a reservation there sometimes if you're with like a larger group, but mm-hmm. it is it's such a great spot. And there's just so many new places right now. And I also feel like we went a whole year without getting to really try or go to some of the places that we love. So I'm excited to you know, start trying some of the newer spots. And I, we're going to, I think I told you before, but we're going to Dave's Fresh Pasta tonight to go do a little pasta cooking class. So we're finally starting to like live our life God. again, I feel like. Come yeah, out of it's, hibernation. It's so good sure. to see. I'm so happy for all the restaurants and, you know, for companies like yours that you can just get back into these in-person events and in-person dining. And thank goodness, it's about time. I know, yeah. I know. I feel so sad for the restaurants that had to shut. I mean, especially I like the mom and pop, the older ones that had been doing so well for so long. It like breaks my heart to think about, but I'm glad that there's new ones that are popping up and ones that are getting back to being open. Totally agree. Now to end our interview, we've kind of talked about this, but you know, what's in the future for you and Boards by Mo? Um, you and know, where can people sign up for and stuff? Where can, where can people they sign buy up? stuff? Caitlin yeah. always reminds me to ask that because I always forget. Yeah. <laughs> so let us know your like social handles, your website, where can people order boards, all that jazz. Yeah. So Instagram is at boards by Mo, M-O with no E. That confuses people sometimes. But um, and then website is boardsbymo.com. So everything is on there. What's next is a little bit up in the air. I have kind of three different things that I've been thinking about doing, but I am starting to look at um, real estate for a storefront. And oh my gosh, found, that's so exciting. Yeah, I have had a lot of fun with it. Um, of just like exploring different places and trying to visualize what it would look like if I could turn it into my own. Um, it's, it's a, that's a huge step though. Like yeah, I really yeah, mentally big need time. to yeah. sit down and think about like, okay, what happens if I do decide to go this route? Um, I also think it would be really, really cool to franchise this out. And mm. that is stemming from the business classes, knowing that 400 people have taken my course and not all of them have all the resources to start up their own storefront or whatever it may be in the city or the town that they're in. I think it would be really cool to take the business part of it to the next level and start franchising out into maybe two or three different metropolitan cities. So I could do both if I wanted. I just, there's some bigger decisions I think I need to make in terms of my career and my life and my work and all of that to um, really move forward with one of those. But I think, I think there's a good path. I just need to figure out what it is. Both sound incredible. And again, I think the way you've scaled this is just to think that you started delivering to hospitals for free. And here you are, you know, debating a a brick and mortar. It's insane. Like, congratulations. That's so cool. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. I highly encourage anyone who has a little creative passion like that to do something on the side, at least just to feel that part of your of your life. Totally, totally agree. Well, thank you so much. I I feel like I learned a lot of things that I didn't know already, which is great. So thank you for chatting with us. And your boards are delish and gorgeous. It's kind of funny that you, you know, always made little charcuterie, but haven't actually had me like, because you're, you're, they're so aesthetic. They're so nice. Like you do such a great job, but you all should definitely check, um, check out Boards by Mo. We will uh, link your handle and website in our um, Spotify and Apple podcast, Apple podcasts link, but thank you again for chatting with us. It was, yeah, it was great. 
Thank you, ladies, so much for having me. I love following you, Brittany. You have like thank the you. best content. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much for having me. Of thank course. You. We enjoy the rest it. of Grey's Anatomy in your week off. Yes, enjoy <laughs> your week off. And have fun. Definitely your, will. Have fun at your pasta class. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Bye. Bye. So for my BFJ scoop today, I'm not going to reinvent the wheel in today's episode. I want to continue to plug my amazing trip to Mexico with the Travel Center and Social Mavens. Again, if you book with the Travel Center between now and July 12th, you will get a complimentary suite upgrade and a complimentary hydrotherapy water journey per person per stay. Now, that's only a few days left to book, but the Travel Center does rep tons of different destinations. Um, They are a local company in Hanover. Working with Paula from the Travel Center was amazing. She is so educated in all things travel. She's visited all of her resorts. So she has firsthand knowledge of where you're going and what you can do there. Yeah, Um, and we almost missed our flight, remember, Britt? And she was like, ready finger on the trigger to buy us new flights and get us home. (laughs) She was. We almost missed our connecting flight coming home from Mexico because our first flight out was delayed. Literally, we had 30 minutes to go through customs, three enter security in Denver, take a tram. We got to our (laughs) gate like a minute late and they let us on because the the plane was delayed or something. But we were texting with Paula from the travel center and Walter from social mavens. And they were like, ready to, they were like, we're here. We're ready to help you. Let us know immediately. And we're going to do what we can for you. So it's really nice having someone grounded here to help you with your travel. It's very reassuring and it's a good feeling knowing someone who knows what they're doing, knows what they're talking about, has been to these resorts um, herself to really help plan your trip. And again, they do a lot of weddings too. So um, I feel like destination weddings are big right now. So if you're looking to plan a destination wedding, you must go through Paula. She will take care of all the details. And again, she's super organized. She made me feel very, very safe as did Walter with the whole travel experience. And overall, I just... I would trust them with anything. So I want to plug that. Um, Again, my blog post will be up probably by July 9th at the latest. So make sure you go check that out on bostonfoodjournal.com. And I just want to say thanks to um, the Travel Center, to Social Mavens, and to all of my lovely followers for allowing me to expand and branch out into destination travel. So that's my plug. Also, the food there, again, five-star food. It is Amazing. Yeah, let's talk for a quick second about about our- Cucina de Artur. Cucina de Artur, yes. So we had one meal. Um, it was well, a- all the meals were amazing. Well, all the meals was were our favorite. One, yeah, one was our favorite. It was a prefix menu with a wine pairing. Oh my god, it was the best food I've ever put in my life in my mouth. Like they had, yeah, so we started good. off with like crab dumplings, mm-hmm. and we had um, prawn with like, what was the cheesecake? It was like. A gorgonzola yogurt, like yogurt cheese. with the thing was zucchini. zucchini. And the so best good. thing we ate the whole trip was the main course, which was Wagyu beef. It was melt. It literally was butter. It was really good. And I don't even like steak rare. She doesn't but like steak like this that. was. I I loved it. I absolutely Incredible. loved it. Incredible. And then the and desserts. Yeah, the desserts were amazing, too. But the chef at, at Cocina de Artur was is Michelin starred, I think. Yeah. Yep. From I think they I want to say Amsterdam, but I, yeah, I that think, might not yeah. don't quote me on that. But I think you're right. Um 
but yeah, amazing. And they change the menu constantly. So it's always different. Seasonal. Seasonal. And they had like a lovely like harpist playing harpist. outside oh my God. on the so, green. <laughs> the harpist was beautiful but there's one song and i'm like kate what is this tune like this doesn't fit the harpist <laughs> was playing gangsta's paradise by coolio yeah it was really funny i, got, I, I was like thought this that is i was a little i was a few glasses of wine deep and thought it was way funnier than it was but <laughs> it yes. was incredible Brittany was uh, laughing she was like rapping along to gangsta's paradise on the harp i, I think i took like so many videos of that uh <laughs> yeah it was funny. Uh, but anyway, that was a, that was one noteworthy um, dining experience. But again, the whole experience was amazing. But yeah, so that's the details. My blog post will be out probably on July 9th. And if you guys have any questions about traveling to Mexico, the safety, logistics, the resort, the travel center, just DM me. My DMs are always open. I chat with so many of you through my DMs on Boston Food Journal. So just make sure you do that. And that's that's really it. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode 11 of Side Dish Podcast. Again, this is Brittany from Boston Food Journal with my Insta-less sister. <laughs> Just kidding. She has Insta, but she's not very... Um, I'm not very active like Brittany active. is on it. I but just... make sure you follow me at Boston Food Journal. And thanks for listening. We will talk to you next week. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.